Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast. Okay, can you scroll down so that I can read it? Because I can't. I don't know the words even in after. What is this? Episode what? 126? 795. 795. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. You can also leave a five-star review there for us, which are the only reviews we will be accepting. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we are going to chat about... uh, Ew. We are going to chat about um, a family who is heartbroken when their uh, daughter who has Down syndrome was removed from the school yearbook photo. Mm. Uh, we're going to talk about why women constantly feel the need to explain themselves. Uh, Chrissy Teigen has gotten herself into some hot water with some past tweets that have resurfaced. And um, I didn't know this about edibles marijuana edibles i've never purchased them but apparently marijuana edibles are packaged as though they're candy mm-hmm. and uh, a woman in florida's six-year-old daughter ended up in the er after eating one so they oh want to gosh they want to talk about the packaging situation with marijuana edibles okay i have some questions so i'm looking forward to that but before we get into that we have keisha from Indiana, opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us. Hello, ladies. My name is Keisha. I'm from Indiana. I have two kiddos. I have a soon-to-be six-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl. My daughter makes me want to pull my hair out daily. It's been a struggle, but you all know that. Anyway, uh, let's open the show with a mom win moment because sometimes we just need to cheer each other on. And parenting is hard, and anybody who says differently is a stinking liebacker. Anyway, have a good day. Bye. Thank you, Keisha. Thanks for listening and for calling in. <sighs> yes. So, so do we want to do a mom win? Yeah. I'm not but, trying to brag. I'll take this as a mom win, but my son <laughs> was accepted into the gifted program at a nice. school. That's and uh, I'm not saying it's because of me, but I was in the gifted program. <laughs> so genes are strong. And uh, basically my kid, it, he's his genius. He, so... Okay. Not trying to brag, but <laughs> so, winner. <laughs> so Mensa, here we come. You can. I don't um, know what that is. Okay, so there is a uh, organization that you can have your. You can have anybody can do it. You can get IQ tested, and if your IQ is above a certain number, you can uh, apply to be in the Mensa program, which basically means you are in an elite society of. Mem- of members who have extremely high IQs and okay, well, let's not get carried away. Okay, um, I'm just saying if you want to explore that option a little bit further, you are welcome to uh, to do so now. Thank you. I would. I'm not going to do that mm. uh, because I feel like when you're in kindergarten and you're accepted <laughs> in the gifted program, it means you're like good at coloring in the lines, people pleasing, those types of things. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I don't know if it's like Mensa time yet. Um, Did but you know? I was very proud. You should be. It's wonderful news. Congratulations to you and the uh, whole family. Thank you. Did you know that when Matthias was in kindergarten, he wore khaki pants, a button down shirt, and a clip on tie pretty much every day? Why? We don't know. It was his choice. (laughs) He loved it. Yeah. He always said that you should dress to impress. And in kindergarten, he said that in kindergarten, that child every day he wore 
Now he can't spell his name right. Now he can't spell his <laughs> name right. Um, also accepted into the gift and pro- gifted program in kindergarten. So just letting you know that the road ahead, at some point he won't be able to spell his own name. Um, cool. But seriously though, I I was I that memory that you just or what you just shared brought up that memory. Because wow. kindergarten was when they were like, you know, we think Matias should be in the gifted program. And I'm like, is it because of the ties? Is this, this is what this <laughs> is? Is it because of the clip-on tie? His um, plan worked. His plan worked. Do you know for the longest time up through like middle school, he wore old man boxers? Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like literally old man boxers. Like not like boxer briefs or tidy whities Like the suspenders? Like, no, like boxers, like underpants, but boxers. Old man boxers? Like, they're just shorts that you wear. Like, think about an old man in plaid. Those are just regular boxers. The designs he liked were old man. I don't want to think about an old man. (laughs) Okay, never mind. So you're saying just boxers? Yes. I'm pretty sure that old men wear suspenders attached to their boxers. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, that's so then, yes, that's the visual I wanted you to get. So that's Thank what he you. that's what he did when he was a little kid. Well, congratulations to you guys. Thank you. It's not easy mm. uh, having a kid who's a genius, but we're coping. Mm. I'm just kidding. Um, but I I remember I couldn't think of a mom fail, which is why I wanted to do a mom win. But I think that missing Chloe's preschool graduation was a devastating mom fail. I don't think that was a fail. I think you were working. And things it doesn't come matter. up. No one can convince me otherwise. Okay, so uh, if if a husband missed, would that have been a fail, or would no. it just have been? Normal? I think it's not as for some reason. Then you got to let it go. Yeah. Okay. So. Um. Yeah. So I. Uh. Congrats on having an evil genius. I'm just kidding. It's I like can't pinky take any in credit, the brain. Thanks. Uh, so, so that's that's great. Um, cool. Thank you. Uh, and don't worry. Obviously, you're going to continue to worry about it. But you know, Chloe is. She did survive it, right? That you missed her graduation. Yeah, but yeah. it might come up in therapy later. I don't know. Okay. But I zoomed. So, in. Yeah. I mean, why don't you just put a pin it pin in it until it's time to bring it out into therapy? Okay. You know, just kind of yeah. let but- it sit. Look, I made Sophia's graduation and she's still going to therapy. (laughs) I mean, I walked out of a room the other day. I was like, she's going to need therapy because I'm just going to go nuts. Yeah, she's unbelievable. She's, you know, she's at that age. I I tried to explain to him. I was like, you have no idea what's going on with puberty. I was like, you really need to relax because she it's she's not a human being. Most of this isn't her fault. It's she it just is. no. It's I'm telling you, you. It's really tough. It's really tough. Puberty so sucks. She likes to watch TikTok videos of people making recipes. Okay, but they're not they're not really recipes. No, they just take food that's already cooked and smash it together. Oh yeah, like jail food. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> well, I- she, we we bought Oreos, the only treat that I enjoy. <laughs> literally the only thing on the earth that he enjoys he hates everything <laughs> except oreos so all the oreos are gone in less than 12 hours i ask who ate them sophia did it sophia do you eat the oreos well no i made a recipe what'd you make i made a cookie there are cookies already she mm. took the oreos apart took out the inside smashed the oreo cookie part and then tried to rebake it into a large chocolate cookie that mm. she then spread the Oreo icing on. And then threw away half of the icing. But she made a huge mess. A kid stepped in the plate of this cookie concoction, then apparently got on top of the pool table upstairs in the game room and got Oreo icing all over the top of the... It was a disaster. And then it just... It someone was someone just asked, but absolutely yes. Oreos and orange juice all Ew. day long. Ew. What? So good. So gross. Someone asked what? Put the entire Oreo in your mouth and then take a mouthful of orange juice and just let it get soggy. Ew. So good. Dave, have you been getting into edibles? That's so good. (laughs) 
No, or chocolate chip cookies, a stoner or would, an oatmeal no. cookie, or the white chocolate macadamia nut cookies. Yeah, you don't like those though. Oreos are the only ones you enjoy mm-hmm. ever in the history. The of white snacks. chocolate macadamia ones bring me joy as well. Right, but you can't eat those because they're really. not vegan. Here's what I'll say: she could be watching TikToks of people humping their bed, which is what happens mm-hmm. on TikTok. It could be worse. Also. My parents used to get mad at me for stuff like that all the time. Um, And I understand why you get mad. I totally do. Um, But I just love Sophia and I'll defend her to the death. And if she wants to flex her baking muscles, her engineering skills, I say go for it. Right? We told her that, though. We said, if you want to bake, we'll go to the store and buy you ingredients. You don't have to smash up our already made food to make things. I was like, you want to bake cookies? We'll buy you ingredients to bake cookies if you want to do whatever. But then as soon as we say, like, here, we've purchased this for you. She's like, "Eh, I don't want to do it. it." And it's like, Mm. okay. So that's really the fight. That's the reason Dave is annoyed, because he's like, I will go to the store. I will buy you everything you need. To make these cookies, but she's but, be it, like, but instead I find a plate of smashed up Oreo icing. Yeah, that's in the room. Brains, I I remember that. I remember doing wild stuff like that when I was little. So anyway, it's you know, it's just you gotta you gotta buy extra Oreos and hide them in a package of vegetables in the freezer. Like cut work. open the bag. More fun to yell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. So um, uh, before we get uh, started and dive into the old episode here, I did want to check in on you uh, to see if you are utilizing the uh, tool on your cell phone where it limits your game usage. Wow. So I'm just doing a quick check in here to see if you are actually adhering to the timer that we set on your phone for your games, or if you are hitting dismiss. Did you set a password on it that she didn't know? Mm-mm. Oh. No, she gets the option to dismiss it or to be a grown-up and listen to it when it tells her to stop playing Snake. Okay. Um, first of all, I disabled that feature while we were still in the drive-thru. Oh, my God. You did it, Taco <laughs> Bell? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I didn't know you did it. I didn't know you took it off right then and there. Yeah, I did. Um oh, wow. immediately. Wow. However, mm. you'll be happy to know that I stopped playing Snake. Oh. Um and Candy Crush. For like I'm not as obsessive about it as I was. Um I get very addicty to things. And um there was like a phase where I was avoiding social media. But I needed something to take my mind, so I was uh, snaking it up, and I can't get past what I said. There you go. Yeah, I get it. I can't get past the fact that um, I'm playing against bots, and I forget who it was. It was either you or my husband, but somebody said because I just felt like the greatest, strongest snake player in the world because every time I play, I just dominate. Like my snake is so long, and. Somebody, I don't know who it was, was like... a good feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Somebody was like... Ew, I just got that. Okay. These bots are designed to make you feel like that, so you keep playing. And it pissed me off, because I'm like, what if you're right? There's actually a a story about how Candy Crush is designed, and it's really not a skill game. It's a luck game, but it's designed to make to give you the impression that there is skill involved. But at the end of the day, it's just luck. It's it's random draw of what comes down. It, you know, there's you know a little gameplay within it, but there's no actual real skill. Well, I believe that my husband is very smart. Um, he uses a part of his brain that I've never been able to access. So when he I have to hand my phone to him and be like, can you beat this level for me? Because he'll be like, okay, if I hit this with this, this will come down one and then I'll have four and then I can do this. Da, 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 da. I just bang stuff around just mindlessly, just flappity dap dap, just to do it. Flappity dap dap. 
Yeah. I don't think yeah. about it. I just smash candies together that match. But my husband's very rain man about it. So okay, anywho, well, to just, answer your question, okay, mind your business. Okay. Okay. I was just going to say this one over here. I see the top of her head all the time. And what is she doing? He's fiending away. No. Yeah. Yes. Rarely do I fiend. Oh, right. Rarely. Rarely do I breathe. Rarely do I fiend. Rarely. <laughs> right, right, right. Rarely. You know what's a good one, Tiffany? You ever do what? the parking lot games? The what? Parking lot. Don't no. give her It's a more parking games, lot please. with cars. Oh the puzzle game. I'm listening. Wait, it's cars, and you got to get them out of the parking lot. Really cool. What, what's it called, hypothetically? For- parking lot. I don't know. It's just Look up parking, parking lot, lot games. Okay, stop searching on your so phone right be different, now. Like, We're in the middle of a podcast. And different size cars and stuff parking like that. Parking jam? Maybe that's one. There's a lot of them. Yeah, parking jam 3D. That's probably... Anyway, um, definitely not downloading it. Face mm. recognition? <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. Definitely not. Um, let's get into the topics. Let's do it. What's the first topic? All right. So... <clears throat> There is a family in, I believe, Utah who is heartbroken because the school excluded their daughter from a yearbook photo, uh, the the cheerleading squad photo. Yeah. So. I saw it. There were two photos. There mm-hmm. was one with her and one without. Yeah. So one woman on Facebook noticed a very public display of. Uh, her sister Morgan being left out of what she wrote about in a now viral Facebook post. Jordan Pohl from Toronto, Canada, posted two seemingly identical photos of a junior high school cheerleading team in Utah that her sister Morgan is on. Jordan told ABC4 that she was heartbroken to see the exclusion of her sister Morgan, who has Down syndrome. The first one shows 26 beautiful smiling girls in cheering uniforms. The second shows 27 beautiful smiling girls in cheerleading uniforms. The difference? The first one was printed in the school yearbook. The second, which included Morgan, was not. So she said... Go ahead. I just... I have a question. Mm -hmm. Was Morgan actually a cheerleader? She was on the squad, yes. She was on the squad. Mm -hmm. Are you sure? Yeah, she was a part of the squad. It says, I've sat and thought about what I wanted to say, and honestly, nothing I say will ever make this okay. She explains that the students shown in the image are the cute junior high cheer team, but the photo that included one girl, Morgan, front and center, didn't make the printing. What's worse, she wasn't even mentioned. Literally, the team didn't have her name printed as being a member of the cheer team. I hope that no one ever has to experience the heartbreak that comes when the person they love comes home from school devastated and shows them that they're not in the picture with their team. I hope that no one ever has to explain why people deliberately choose to be exclusive. She points out that the second had multiple, she points out that the school had multiple opportunities to avoid this exclusion. No one just takes a photo and bam, it gets printed. A yearbook is a huge undertaking that requires pulling together tons of images and text. And surely there are editors watching over the process to ensure that things such as tone and accuracy are nailed, but apparently not. Um, just because I like to have all the facts. Why isn't she in a cheerleading uniform? Um, we, let's see. We contacted the school administration this year and the answer we got was as ignorant as the photo to the shoreline junior administrator who blatantly said they didn't know what we were expecting of them and there was nothing they could do. I hope they can take this away. I hope you can take this away. You can be better and I expect you to be better. She wrote to the school. I don't. I don't know why she didn't have on. I don't care how insane. Yeah, um, I think that was her. I think that that was her uniform. You know, I think maybe she was just. Maybe she didn't want to wear so a skirt. It's her little sister, being Morgan, served as the cheer squad's manager. Manager. There you go. So her and uniform spent was hours a learning different. dances, showing up to games, and cheering on her schools and friends. Gotcha. Yep. So she was, because it says right on her shirt, Shoreline Cheer Squad. Sharks. Yeah. They must be the sharks, right? So, and then you have all these other, oopsie poopsie. I went out. Gotcha. Come back in. So, and she wasn't mentioned with the group of girls either. So every other cheerleader's name was written out. 
by that you know how in the yearbooks they have like the pictures yeah. and then the names and everything so she wasn't in there at all and it's like i don't understand like they they came out the people came out and took all of these photos right submitted these photos how uh, as the editor of this yearbook or as anybody who oversees this do you not stop and be like wait a minute I was curious what the school said, and they responded saying the selection of the photo without Morgan was a mistake. We're continuing to look at what occurred and why it occurred. Um, well, apologies have been made to the family. And and one of the things, and, and I don't know, but one of the things that came up out of it was it's not a mistake when this is the second year it's happened. And yeah. It's not a mistake when you took two separate photos. Yeah, this is the second time in three years that Sweet Morgan has been left out of the yearbook. Two yeah. years ago, they didn't even include her in the class list. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. So Aww. she finished her Facebook post with a, with a saying, please be the one person whose actions are inclusive. Be the person who stands up for what's right and makes a difference. Teach those around you, kids and adults, to look around and see the Morgan being sidelined. We are better than this. It's about time we start showing it, and it's time we hold each other accountable for it. I mean, it's it just seems so silly at this day and age that we exclude people for 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 I, for anything. Like I don't, I just don't understand. Like we should. I don't know. I just feel like teaching inclusivity is so important. And I just don't know how people are missing out on these teachable moments. Like I'm so confused, like about this. I don't understand. She's a student at the high school, right? But yeah. they didn't junior put her in the high. class. Junior high. Junior. Yeah. It's that's really sad. We had um in high school. If anybody is listening from my hometown, they know exactly what I'm talking about. His name was Timmy, and he was hilarious and also super inappropriate. And he would run around smacking everybody's butts and being weird and silly. But it wasn't like it is now. Back then, everybody thought it was funny. But he had Down syndrome, and um, he was, like, part of the basketball team. He didn't play basketball, but he was at all the games. He was, like, I guess, you know, you'd call it a manager because you don't want to say mascot because that's derogatory. But, like, he was part of the team without being part of the team. And he was always included. I have a half sister who has down syndrome. Um, my dad had a child with down syndrome and she was in the special Olympics and stuff. She had all these awesome things. Um, but they're always, uh, there's, I feel like this day and age people have gotten much better about like including people. And it almost seems like this team wanted to like, be inclusive throughout the year and be like, look at us, you know, we're including this person. But then when it came time to put the cute picture in print forever, they're like, no, it's, you know, it's messing up the aesthetic or she's not really part of the team or whatever is what it seems like. Even if when I was looking at the picture, the two side by side, the girls looked, if you look at their faces in what the one without Morgan, they were like super happy, super cute, da da da. And then in the one they took with Morgan, it's almost like they were like, "Here we go, we're just doing this for show." Um, and I immediately thought that, like, "Wow, you can't see it in most of these articles; they blur the faces." But there are some where the faces show, and you should see the difference. It's very interesting to me. I I just think it's I, I think it's really sad that we can't just look at people who are different from us and understand that we're all supposed to be different. Yeah. We're not supposed to be the same. We should. I'm not so know. surprised. I feel like this day and age, everybody's gotten really good at that though. Like, you know, much better at including people and making them feel loved and special. So when I see stuff like this, it surprises me. Cause I, I one minute, I think we've made it so far. And then the next minute, one of the, I had this coach college, didn't care for him very much um, for my first two years there. But the only, literally the only positive I took away from him was um, during one of our spring seasons, he took the entire team out to run the Special Olympics. And it was uh, such an incredible day. You know, we were yeah. there for the uh, two days, actually. We were there for the weekend, and it was amazing. Um, and, you know, I, I've talked with that I want to take our kids out because I, I, I think it's, it's not even selfishly for me. It's not even about being there to help. It's about what it does for you. 
and I, I want my kids to experience that. I need, I need to get off my butt and coordinate and set that up for them. I hope that, um, the cheerleaders themselves aren't catching a lot of backlash and negativity because I'm sure it isn't their decision, right? I wouldn't assume so I, I at all. I think that um, my guess is hopefully the team was uh, warm and loving and welcoming and inclusive to Morgan. Um, and I hope, you know, but I, I mean, when it, the problem is when it happens twice and when you have people who are adults who should know know better are making those choices and these things happen, it's not an oversight. It wasn't a mistake. Um, you know, there's no reason to take multiple pictures and have the team manager not be in, in one. It's a team manager. Team manager is always sad. in the pictures. So to me, that's like, you, there's no excuse for that. Um, but I would like to hope as a mom, my mommy heart would like to hope that all the, all of those girls were always showing love. Um, but you know, I, I just, I don't, I think it's great that her sister spoke out and said something. Yeah, I absolutely. I think that, I think that that's wonderful. Um, and we're all supposed to be different and we should be including everybody. And, um, obviously that's in a perfect world, but uh, we don't live in a perfect world, so I do think that when these things happen, we should bring them up and discuss them. Use it as a moment to talk about it and 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 teach. Uh, so yeah, so um, and it just made me angry as a mom. You know, yeah. I felt for the family, but um, also made me angry. <laughs> this next story, uh, this. I believe she has a Facebook page. Her name is Michaela Albertson. Let me find it so I can tell you what her Facebook page is. Because I read this and I literally... Ordinary on purpose. Ordinary on purpose. Mm, interesting. Is the name of her uh, Facebook page, her website. Okay. And I scrolled. I, I came across this. And I'm going to read her post. Because it literally stopped me dead in my tracks when I was reading this. And I was like, what? Yeah. Mm. So she writes, why do women feel the need to explain? We explain why we work full time or part time or work from home or why we left work to stay home with the kids. We explain why we decided to leave him or stay with him or have another baby. We explain all our parenting choices, especially our decision to bottle or breastfeed. We apologize for the conditions of our homes, our clothing. We explain the reasons why we cut our hair or why we haven't returned to our pre-baby weight. We give excuses for why we can't make it to the party or can't volunteer or can't make the trip or why we need help from the nanny a few hours a week. We say things like, oh, excuse the mess or don't mind my hair or I'm so sorry I can't be there, followed by a string of explanations. I guess we want to please our mothers and husbands, our bosses and children, our neighbors, our coworkers and friends and siblings and children's teachers and those ladies from church and people who drop by unannounced and those random strangers at the store. But you, but you want to hear something funny? I've been married almost 20 years now and I've never heard my husband explain his choices to anyone, not his choice to work 60 hours a week or his choice to coach basketball nearly every evening, not his choice to go trail running or shave his head and grow a beard or drive a Suburban or buy a new mountain bike that costs a small fortune. I've never once heard him open the door to our house and explain why there are shoes on the floor or why the entryway is half painted or why he's wearing what he's just wearing. He is who he is and his no means no. And when he can't make it to the party, he just says so. It's absurd, and really, I've decided I am finished explaining. I'm finished explaining every single choice I am absolutely free to make. I'm through with unnecessary excuses and apologies and rationalizing for the choices I believe are best for me and my family. I am done. This is me. This is who I am, how I look, what I like, how I believe, and the way I choose to spend my time. That's it. No explanation necessary. Good for her. I feel like these posts are made um, to help others mm -hmm. feel better about what they got going on. I hope she does it. Um, I totally get her point. I 
over explain myself all the time, but that stems from like people pleasing and mm-hmm. the desire to be liked. And I also think that women have quote unquote certain roles in the home. And so like the shoes being the entryway, according to societal roles and the way that they used to be, mm-hmm. um, is our responsibility. So we feel the need to explain it. You know what I mean? Like it's, even though it's not, I feel like genetically in our DNA, it's like, well, we're the women, we're the caretakers, we're the housekeepers, we're all this. And so when someone walks in and it's dirty, they don't look and think, oh, that's my, the, the man's fault. They, we think they think it's our fault, mm-hmm. but yeah, hopefully this helped people and hopefully she does it. I'm, I'd love to say that I'm done and that this is just who I am and people need to accept it. But I also know that it's much deeper than that. And it's going to take a lot of therapy for me to actually follow through with that. So here's a question. So when someone walks in the house and you feel the need to explain whatever, that's from your side there. When you walk into a house, you feel the need to get an explanation when something's out of place or not put up no. properly? No. Do, and I don't know if it's appropriate to ask, do in general women feel like look at that kind of stuff and kind of. I think we understand completely. When I walk into someone's house and it's messy, I'm like, I get it, sister. But I also feel like my home is something that I should take pride in. For me, it's much deeper. I grew up in a house that was a disaster all the time. It was a mess. There was bugs running around. Nobody ever cleaned anything there was food and drinks left out for weeks. Like it was people would come over and be like shocked at the apparent appearance of the home. It was just very messy. I was never raised to clean up. Um, and then, you know, my mom married a cop and things changed, but I was already 10, my whole entire young childhood. It was, um, it was filth. And so as an adult, I don't want that. I don't want people to think that about me. I don't want people to judge me based on that. And so when somebody walks into my house and it's a mess, I always fear somehow that it's they're going to think I don't love my kids or like my kids, maybe because of my own childhood well, stuff. Well, I think you but, become eight years old again Yeah. in that moment. Like, that makes sense to me. Um, well, I, I, I ask because, I mean, and I don't know if I speak for all men. I literally don't notice unless the house is on fire, right? Like I went there to see someone or talk to someone. I didn't, I didn't go there. I really, excuse me, don't give two shits if the shoes are not lined up or there's dishes in the sink. Like I I don't know that anyone really has time to worry about that. Yeah. So that, I don't know. So I was just asking about the other side of it. If, if the pressure comes from you thinking that when you go somewhere or if it's just, internal do you think that all women explain themselves though because i don't know if that's true i think there's some women out there who are just unapologetically like i don't give a shit sorry i'm working make money i don't give a damn but i think i think that that comes there are factors that drive us to that point um like i didn't start i didn't i didn't stop like i still explain certain things i still to this day will explain and i find myself doing it explaining myself to Dave because I'm like, I need you to understand that this is why I feel this way. I don't feel my, I don't feel the need to explain to others uh, as much as I used to, or about like the choices that I've made when it comes to the businesses that I have or the things that we do or the way we run, you know, uh, you know, the house or the, this or that, like, I don't feel the need, you know, and, and I don't know if that's because of the things that I've encountered you know, since, um, like I, I, you know, the tumor gave me a lot of power because it gave me perspective and then starting these businesses and doing different things. And I'm telling you, there is something magical that happens at 40. Cause you were just like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, now I can't eat cheese anymore because (laughs) you know, which is very sad. Um, but it is something that has happened, you know, like my body has changed in good ways and in bad ways. My mind has changed in good ways and in bad, right? Like there's, there's good and bad with it, but like, I'm not, I am not going to give two or explain to you why I'm making a choice 
when it comes to something that I feel confident about and it's my damn decision. Um, and I'm just not anymore. I don't care. Like it's, it's just a thing. And there is, there is a good feeling that comes with that. And when you were, when we were on the, on the way to the airport and, and you were chatting with Dina, when you got out after we pulled up to the next stop and I got out, I looked at Dina and I said, I'm really excited for her because when she hits 40, she's going to real. it's just, there's going to be a freeing thing for you. Like we always joke that you're, you know, you're, you're the youngest in this group and you know, blah, blah, blah. And you call me grandma and it's hilarious and ha ha ha. But <laughs> it is hilarious, but don't downplay it. But grandma, it, there is some, there is some freedom with becoming grandma. Like it really is like it. it what and, were we talking about in the airport? You were no on the, in the car ride, you were talking about how you were just trying really hard to get certain aspects of your life on a schedule. And you were like, you know, talking about organization and things that aren't necessarily your strong suit. And you're like, I just wish I could be more organized. And it's like, well, first of all, we all see other people doing things and we think they're doing so much better, but it's, it could be one part, right? Like one part or one piece where you're doing great in one area and you see them and you're like, Oh, look how, look how great they're doing. And it's like, well, they're doing great in one area as well. There are disasters that are hidden, right? Yeah. So I just was thinking to myself after you got out of the car, I was like, I really can't wait for Tiffany to have this, like hopefully get this freeing feeling that comes you know, as you approach and as you enter your forties, because you really do, it does give you sort of this peace to be like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter why I want to do it. I'm going to do it. Cause I want to do it. Like it's my choice. And I was given that gift. I felt, I feel like a little bit earlier because of, of circumstances in my life. Um, but I, but I mean, I've, I've been guilty of it where Dave will say something to me and I'll second guess myself. And then I'll be like, wait, no, I said, I'm going to do it. I'm that's what I want to do. I don't care what you're telling me, what you want me to do. This is what I'm going to do because it's my choice and it's the way I'm going to run it. And I think that as a, as women, we sometimes just have that. We have that problem where we feel the need to explain or I don't know if our spouse tells us something and I don't know. I wonder if my freedom is going to come when I'm 50 because of all the drugs why would you say that like i wonder if it's postponed because in my crucial years where i was supposed to be learning to be an adult i was doing drugs and so i didn't i literally stopped growing no i don't think that's true okay you know i I, missed out on 10 years so it's like pushed back so i I still have through my 40s to obsess and figure out how to but think about all the things you learned as a result of getting sober and the choices you've had to made and and i'd say you're advanced yeah and the strength you've had and the situations you've gotten into and what you've had to learn from that. That's true. There are so many people. Lifetimes. Yeah, there are so many people who couldn't that's possibly way, way more than any, you know, that's way more than, than someone that lived a vanilla life mm-hmm. would have experienced or mm-hmm. had to overcome. And, and so here's the other thing too. Like you saw me, right? Like you just told your story about how you grew up. And how that really triggers you. Like you have a trauma response. If somebody were to come over and see the house messy, you become eight years old again. And you think about that feeling. You saw me at Dina's like right before we were leaving. What was I doing? When we were right before we were leaving to go where? To go to the airport. What was I doing? Do you remember? Uh, Packing and trying to get everybody packed up. I was cleaning her house. Yeah. I cleaned her house. I got packed. I came downstairs and I cleaned her kitchen and I cleaned her living room and I started lining up shoes. I was sleeping. It wasn't about being nice. It was like, okay, uh I feel chaotic. I'm gonna have to clean up her house right now. It had nothing to do with her house. It had nothing to do with her. And it was more of like, I need to feel in control of this situation. And the only way I know how to do so is by putting things the way I feel like they're in order. I didn't even ask her. I just started cleaning up and I, and she was like, I need you to sit down and stop touching my things. I'm like, every day. And I was like, house. I need to touch your thing so that I can feel better before we go to the airport. So like the response wow, is so different, right? That's what I keep telling you. It's like, remember I told you that the, the, the two of you, your anxiety manifests differently. That's yeah. hers. That's so hers. I just, yeah. I have to Look, do that. I, I, I was talking about that on a live. Did, did people tell you, is that why you texted me about what? About how I know I'm sometimes brash. 
Oh, how you say I'm sometimes brash? Yeah. yeah. Did somebody, somebody tell you about my I life? I had a couple of people message me and they're like, you need to go to Tiffany's video and you need to go to minute 36 and you need to listen. And yeah. I was basically talking about how you um, are the opposite of me and you are like what I aspire to be, um, which I know you think is crazy because of how you act how you are you think it's like chaotic anxiety but I like envy that I envy your response and I know that you're probably like hell nah but I just shut down and you are like organized you go into your room you unpack your suitcase you fold everything you make your bed every morning I roll out of bed and I'm like what are, what's for breakfast mm -hmm. and like it just I'm and then mess. I'll show up with a pastry for you and a cup of coffee and I'm like okay itinerary yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is the only way I can survive because I'm just so like twisty inside yeah. so yeah it is it's very odd but we we are and people always laugh because they're like you two are so different and it's like yeah we are we are very different people but it's kind of like the gooey center is very similar yeah yeah Ew. but yeah you know what I mean uh, going back to the whole explaining yourselves I, I just, I mean, I, I spend a lot of time with obviously Meredith and, and a fair amount with you, Tiffany, with this. I don't know why either of you explain anything to anyone. I mean, you're, you're literally more successful at business than more than half of the world, right? More. Okay. Hold on. And I looked up real quick to make sure. So more than half, more than 50% of businesses fail within the first four to five years, okay? And more than half of those businesses are run by men. And, you know, in going through this, and you guys have nothing to explain. You found your way in your way, and that's all you need. Don't, I, I mean, I, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't know if I ever will get it. I, I know there's a lot more to it than I will ever understand. But it just, it just, I mean, we've had conversations and you guys are talking about the tour and you've talked about some things. You're like, oh, well, that's, you know, we can't ask for this or that or do this or that because, and it comes off like you feel you're undeserving mm, or unworthy. Yeah. And it's, I don't get it. I just don't understand. There, I've for met so many, sorry, I've met so many men that are so undeserving and unworthy of anything and feel they deserve it all. And I just want to punch them in the face. That was a, that was a very nice compliment. And I really appreciate what you said. Um, Thank you, I lover. think the problem for me is that this doesn't <laughs> feel like it's supposed to be a business. Like you saying we're successful at business makes me cringe because I'm like, what business? I don't have a business. I get that. I, I, I make okay. videos, but this isn't a business. You have like five businesses I get that. at least. You know, you I talk disagree. To, actually, if you, if you talk to a lot of professional athletes, they hate it because what was a fun game that they used to play is now a job. Right? And, and it's like, yeah. I got to go to work today. It's like, oh. And everyone else wants their job. They're like, oh, God, I got to go do this again today. But... Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. But you have to, you know, I don't know, just enjoy some of, because you're going to, the, the both of you, hmm. right, in your own way in 15, 20, 30 years are going to sit back and be like, I wish I was able to enjoy the moment a little more. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're going to be like, now it's now it's gone and I'm here and I could have I could have had a little more joy in that moment there and made yep. it a little easier for myself. My friend Dina the other day said on my deathbed I will mourn all the lost time I spent worrying. Yeah. Uh, I know and I wow. was like, Ouch. dang that's oh, really damn. profound. You have <laughs> Not Dina Blizzard. I was going to say you have another Dina? Yeah, Dina. That's yeah. odd cuz it's not a common name. Yeah. But that's also super intense. Yeah, but it's so true. Yeah. I was like, dang. That's real. And it's so true. It's so true. And I think about it all the time. I know for a fact I'm going to look back on my life and be like, So maybe stop thinking of business in terms of traditional business. 
And yeah, I don't think about it as yeah. a business ever, though. Well, no, you've redefined what a business is. I, listen, right? you're making my head really big no, on this well, both episode. Of you, both of you, both <laughs> of you, you've, you've redefined what business is. That's but it's it. true. So it, so it, that's true. And it has some, there are some really great benefits to that and drawbacks. Cause I always get people like, I'll have family members who, or other people who will be like, so, I mean, I know you do this thing on the internet, but like, what do you do for actual work? <laughs> and it's like, well, this is what I do for action. And they're like, yeah, but, but like for like a job and for like to make money. And I was like, well, I'm smart enough that I figured out how to make money while doing this. And that's mm. my job now. Um, but a lot of people, you know, I even have people that will come in on the, you know, into the lives and they're like, so what's your actual job? It's like this bitch. is <laughs> my job. Um, I think the only thing I really deserve to get paid for, like the only thing I feel good about getting money for is the time I sit down and edit videos um, because it's, it feels like real work. Like somebody would get paid what for about like this a, podcast. Okay. Okay. But we're talking also, into a microphone realistically. Uh, but, I don't, but also the shooting the video. Yeah. It, it's scripting and how about the, scripting video. the video. And yeah, but, to tell but realistically, I feel good about putting ads in videos that I've edited and scripted because it's like, okay, I've earned this. I have spent six hours today editing this video for people's enjoyment. I think I should get a couple pennies every time somebody watches it. Like that makes sense and to me. And it is pennies, so, by the way. Every so <laughs> do you think fractions of pennies? So do you those. do you think that how much time do you think Matthew McConaughey spent designing and building the Buick that he sells on TV? Zero. Or coming up with the recipe for the bourbon that he sells. I don't know. But he's got his butt out there slinging it all day, right? I mean, everyone. Oh, yeah, and, and you're, right? I mean, uh, yeah. So anyway, this is, but seriously, you write books. We have the podcast. You do your videos. You do speaking gigs. Now we're doing the tour. So look at me and tell me already I listed off five <laughs> jobs that you have. All the speaking is free going forward. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't like it's, these are this is, you know, it is work. There are certain parts of this that are really difficult and we don't like to do it, but we do it because we enjoy the other parts so much. You know what I mean? Like, of course, I love talking with you every week and I do the podcast for free, but we don't have to do the podcast for free. We should be I, making I money tell, on it. I tell Meredith all the time, you know, she's like, oh, I, she gets hung up on not being able to do something. It's like you already do so many things that. Yeah. Other people only do one of, right? Like some people only do podcasts, only do videos, only do books, only and it's like you do them all. That's fine. Anyway, Enjoy it. And I know I know you don't mean only like that's their main. Yeah. Thing. yeah. I knew that's what you yeah. meant, but just so. in case anybody listening is saying like, "Well, I've only written a book, am I not good enough?" What no, he it's means just, is it's, it's just their one thing. Yeah. It's the thing and and we've, you know, I'm always because like I've said, I've been lucky with this perspective shift in my life. If, I always like to try new things. I always like to be like, well, what if we do this? What if we do that? What if we, you know, I am a serial entrepreneur in the sense of like, I want to try this. I want to try that. Because here's the other thing too. Like I, I've failed so much, uh, uh, you know, in these different arenas, uh, but I've learned lessons through the failure and I figured out like, you know, no, I don't really want to do that again. That was super awful, but I really, really liked this. And even though I failed, I want to try this again. Um, well, but I, keep that mindset because Father's Day weekend is coming up. We're going to be trying lots of things. What oh, does that mean? I don't think you want to know. No, I, first of all, I bought you a Father's Day gift. Thank you, Wayfair, for not shipping it on time. Yeah, I'm throwing you under the bus. Uh, I purchased it on guys, June 3rd. How do you guys buy each other gifts when you share a bank account? That's what I'm saying. He knows. With. Um, but Actually, I, I didn't know. So I bought this. I didn't charge. I bought this wonderful golf beer pong game outdoor game for him because he loves to chip in the front yard so it's basically like cornhole but you instead of you're throwing it you're chipping the ball over to it and it like lands into the little cups yep. right and i thought this is so fun dave is gonna love this i ordered it on june 3rd it said it was processed it said it said it was gonna arrive on june 12th well guess what wayfair 
It didn't show up uh, on June 12th. Okay. So then I finally check my email. I spent like two days trying to find the stupid email. I finally get the email and um, it got lost. And they're like, well, now you're not. And I was like, but Father's Day is this weekend. I need you to ship me a new one. And they're like, oh, no, we have to investigate the case. It's going to take 48 hours to 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 get the investigation. Mm. And I was like, but then it's not going to be here in time for Father's Day. And I ordered it on time ahead of time to get it here. I never do that. I'm never that forward thinking when it comes to gifts. I'm a terrible gift giver. And I was so proud of myself this year for being on top of it. And now it's not going to be here. I'm sorry. I haven't gotten Drew anything. Um, He wants to go fishing on Saturday. He wants that to be his present, my permission for him to go fishing. And I'm like, I let you do whatever like you, you can want. do whatever you want. But if that that's fine, that makes it easier on me. Yeah, go fishing. I so bought anyway. him so much crap. He he's never once used anything. Well, and that's why I don't I'm not I don't want to buy a gift for the sake of a gift. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, I hate that. I'm over here explaining the Father's Day gift delay, Sarah says. You're over here explaining again. I was just pissed. <laughs> I was pissed, man. I was like, what do you mean you need to open an investigation for 48 hours? I'm telling you it's not here. Do you think the FBI is going to show up with, like, notepads <laughs> and they're going to be like, what happened to this chipper? And have people in interrogation like, rooms? come on. It's so stupid. I was like, just ship me a new lights. one. Yeah. I, go, I go, can you just ship me a new one? And they're like, no, we've now we've opened an investigation. I said, close the investigation, cancel it, ship me a new one now. No, we can't do that. The investigation's been opened. I was like, but it just opened. It just opened 30 seconds ago. Close it. Close it. They're like, no, we can't. I was like, great. Thanks. Now my husband has nothing for Father's Day. I have, well, it sounds like he's got something in mind anyway. No, so no. I'm good. I have the love of my family. Mm. I'm. Your orifices. Ew. I, I, and we're, I'm going to take him to, to lunch. There's a restaurant. Is he that really code? Likes. No, it's this restaurant he really okay. likes. So before we go on to the next segment, seems like a good spot. All of oh, the I wives, we were done. all of the wives that are listening right now, I'm going to pause for 10 seconds so you can go get your husbands. There's groundbreaking news. <laughs> what groundbreaking news? Nobody wants to be around. And by the guys. way, the, the we we talked too much. The podcast is over. I know we stopped. It's eleven twenty. We're not going to happen. So that time. was ten seconds. Okay. So the other day, Meredith had a migraine. Oh, oh, dear God! God I know where this is going. And he's so proud of himself. He thinks he's like Doctor Shepard. Uh, yeah. Excuse Grey's me. Anatomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse yeah. me. Mm. Yeah. What would my name be? McBaldy. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Anyway. McBeardy. McBeardy. I'll Ooh. take that. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, you will. Ew. Mm. Yeah. You got another migraine? Mm, I'm feeling Jesus, it do you on. want me to leave? What's going on? <laughs> it works. I've been telling her this for 20 years. <laughs> okay, but that's your solution for every yeah. ailment. No. Yep. Yes, it is. Yes, okay, it is. because it's science. It's not. It's science. <laughs> I'm basically a scientist medical oh researcher oh my god and it works mm. uh, that's it. hurtful people in here are calling me a mcpancake butt Ooh, that's hurtful that is, that is that's a bit anyway mad. where'd they get that idea because i call him pancake butt i'm shocked were you gonna play the clip what I thought you were going to play the audio from it no i don't i didn't pull that Ew, the audio that. from what so here hold on Anyway, but it does work. I'm telling. So after after sex, all the chemicals that get released make you feel better. Not new. Three days and nothing has worked. So I finally looked at Dave and I was like, "Can we have sex? Maybe that'll help." It worked. I'm not even kidding. I don't want word to really get out because I don't want everybody's husbands to know. But ladies, it actually worked. Like, I don't have a joke to tell you here. It just worked. So I've had See, so gentlemen, when they, when they say that they have a headache, you really are there to help. <laughs> don't let them, don't let them refuse the help, right? Knowing you need help is the first step, ladies. Just accept it. Okay, but see, I also I also do things like this on on in, on Instagram. Mozzarella brie and the feta. 
They blow in out of me like a jet. Oh, it was the fat. Oh, it it's amazing that Dave even wants to help you with your migraine. <laughs> After those songs, listen. I look. I all of a sudden I added cheese back into my into my diet, and within a couple of within a short few months, I realized realized I'm I'm lactose intolerant. I'm a mess. I can't have no cheese. I can't have no cheese, or I poop my pants. It's bad. Okay, it's bad. That's unfortunate. Yeah. 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 I I'm very grateful. I don't have migraines. They sound horrible. There's no joke. I'm serious. Like they No, they're terrible. So... That one was going on three days, which is why I was asking Are you playing snake I'm not. Right now? I'm are, not. You playing are you playing snake? parking lot? Are you play- I'm trying to distract my mind from the image of him trying to knock your migraine out here. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it was it was um I was I was struggling. It was a three day migraine. Started Sunday and by Tuesday by Tuesday morning I was like I'll I'll try anything. What else? What else we got? Because I don't think that would help me. I don't. uh, I don't know. I felt better. Good. I'm glad. That's great. All right. So, are we not going to talk about the other things then? No, I think we've we've we just had we 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 just we went long. That's what she said. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Cool. Well. Um. Okay. Awkward silence. Well, I'm just thinking. Just feels unfinished. Do you, Do you want to go over those other ones? No. I, what we, were they again? We can. I mean, we can. <laughs> I just. I, I wanted to hear can. about the marijuana edibles. You teased okay. it at the all right, beginning. All right, all right, all right. Well, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. To we'll not do it. do it just Look. feels like they're like I listen okay. to the whole podcast. All right. all right. I'm sorry. I just we it was just time. You know. Yeah. Well, time. we've got. Okay. One minute, so talk fast. All right, hold on. I just want to state that back when I was using uh, mind-altering substances, there was, like, the edibles were nowhere near, like, what they are. I never had an edible ever in my whole life. I've never had one. Okay, so this is, here's the story. Uh, marijuana has come a long way since the days when you could just roll it as a joint and smoke it. Nowadays, you can pop a pill, drink it, spray it, dab it, vape it, sprinkle it, insert it, hello suppositories, and eat it. One of the most common edibles is candy. Uh, As sales competition grows, many marijuana companies are turning to eye-catching packaging and fun names to entice consumers. I'm reading the story so that she knows. Okay. Dave's now showing me notes. Uh, copycat cannabis products are marketed to closely resemble popular mainstream candy. So apparently there is a um, one brand that's called Stony Patch, and it looks exactly like Sour Patch. Sour Patch Kids. Yes. Um, a Florida mom is calling for safer packaging of marijuana edibles after her six-year-old ended up in the ER after accidentally eating a THC gummy thinking it was candy. Because it was in the pantry? Um, She said, we went home to visit my in-laws in Jacksonville over the weekend. They had 30 to 40 friends and their family in town visiting. We had a group of legal medical marijuana patients. Not one iota of this product was illegally purchased, to my knowledge. I had never seen it before. She goes on to explain that she was out visiting her siblings. Her brother stayed behind to hang out with friends. One of the friend's children, a two-year-old, took a running dive into the pool, and he had to jump in to save the kid. The parent jumped in with a bag containing weed gummies in his pocket. The friend who was staying in the room, um, when he changed in, changed out of his clothes, he put them on the dresser. Mm. So it was a accidental left-this-out type of thing. That sounds legit. And it wasn't like hers, right? Like this is, yeah. This was the brothers or the or the brother in laws or so and so or whatever. Somebody leaves it out on the table type thing. So the six year old walks by the dresser and is like, See, "Oh shit, let me get there." It was called Faded Fruits Hawaiian Punch, and it does look like a can a bag of candy. Dang, it looks just like a bag of candy. Like, when I see this Hawaiian punch, I just think of the Hawaiian punch drink. So if my kids saw that, 
there's no way that they wouldn't open that up and eat one. Right. There's just no way. Especially kids who can't like read yet. It's, it's cartoony. It's colorful. And so they're basically saying, and look, they just, then here's a picture of Hawaiian punch, which is what I was just talking about. And does it look exactly the same? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with her. They should have it be like neutral colors, medical looking. I agree. The packaging. Yeah. I'm just continuing to read this. Um, so she eventually calls 911. The doctor has, uh, the child goes to the emergency room, um, monitored her, gave her fluids, um, and, and she was okay. Uh, <clears throat> but it, during the night, her breathing would get erratic and her heart rate would elevate sporadically. Um, yeah, pe- people are affected differently by these things. I, I mean, I know she's a kid and stuff, but I, there was one time I heard a 911 call where a cop accidentally ate uh, pop brownies and thought he was dying. Yeah, I remember listening to that. It was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, we've died, I think, at one point he said. We're yeah. dead. You have to come get us. We're dead. They're like, you can't be dead. You're still talking to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I totally agree. Like, why do packages for adults have to look like they're made for little kids? They yeah. don't. You know what I mean? They should be. It's definitely a responsibility to carry that kind of thing around. And I think that people who create them should make them look less exciting. Because you're not taking, I don't know. I I agree with her. Well, yeah. I mean, even if you, well, technically, 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 (laughs) you know, Tide Pods weren't in, in enticing packages and those kids were eating them. No, you're right. But I do think for the for little kids, we're talking about six, seven, eight, nine, ten year ten years old. If you're lo- if if you're looking at that, you're thinking this candy. I'm gonna yeah. open it and eat it. And what's what could possibly go wrong outside of getting yelled at for eating candy? Right. Yeah. Without asking. Right. But like, and you don't even know how to describe the, the symptoms. I'm sure, and you would never put two and two together as a six year old. Like you'd never probably fathom that something like that existed. So you wouldn't be like, I ate a gummy and now I feel weird. Mm -hmm. That's scary. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. And here's the other thing, too. I'm not here to poo-poo on anybody's parade with the whole um, legal. I I think marijuana should be legalized. I think it should totally be legalized. I think people should be able to buy it. I think the tax the tax money should end up going to the government. We should start up programs to help other people get off of harder illicit drugs. If you really want to know my plan and my platform as I run for mayor, um, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I have no, I have no Only. qualms with that whatsoever. But I do agree that I think packaging should be made in a way that isn't to entice little kids. I've said this for the longest time with cigarettes. They well, market that, that was cigarettes one of the issues to with, younger um, kids. That's one of the issues with vaping. Mm-hmm. Vaping, you know, cigarettes, the, that things industry like has that. the same issue. Yeah, tobacco is is they are huge they they market to kids uh and and promote products that to entice young kids so that they can that they can start smoking younger. And I keep haven't them. even seen an ad for cigarettes in years. No, right. But what I'm saying, like, think back, candy cigarettes. You don't remember candy cigarettes? Yeah. Bubblegum like cigarettes? The 50s and 60s. Okay, it was not. Okay. <laughs> back in her heyday. Back Listen, when you were. <laughs> it's true. And they do market tobacco and nicotine products to younger kids. They absolutely do. Cool. I'm not saying they don't. I'm true. just saying I haven't. I thought it was illegal to market those things. Of course. No, it's, it's, it's okay. My point is. I'm just curious. Hey. Uh, hey. Hey. I'm just wondering, where do you, where do they do it at? I'm trying to learn. Think about big league chew gum. Okay. <laughs> Don't tell me that's not, that is marketing to children. You're laughing and it's true. Okay. Okay. Don't. You're <laughs> you're talking about bubble gum, correct? From the early 1900s, it still I'm exists. About- Big League Chew is still is still made. Google it. Big League Chew still exists. I bet you it does. It's probably responsible for many smokers today. The, no dippers. 
Yeah, I dipped for two years, and every time I did, I was like, God, I wish I wouldn't have eaten that bubble gum. You're such a <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this today. You're such a... For that bigly chew. Here. And the va- and the vaping, for sure. They, it's it's cotton candy flavored. Yeah, adults like cotton candy. Nah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I vaped for a while. I know. I'm so glad you stopped. Yeah. I was like... I miss it all the time, but I'm so glad my lungs are like, yeah, bitch, we're going to live longer. You yeah. Know what I'm you would cough and cough and cough when you vaped. No, I Yes, didn't. you did. You would come over for the podcast and you'd be outside hacking up a lung and then... <laughs> And then I'd be like, are you okay? And you're like, just going to go outside and hit my vape for a minute. Okay. I'm like, Tiffany. You sound like my <laughs> grandma. <laughs> it was not. I remember it being very traumatic. Sometimes they were potent. But yeah, no, it, it was literally, the only time I miss it is when I'm stressed. Yeah. And it's I like, it doesn't help. It just puts more nicotine in your body and makes you more stressed. But it's yeah. like that addictive mind. But yeah. Yeah. So now I just bite all my nails off and it's fine. I, okay. So, but yeah, no, listen, take it from somebody who's done everything except edibles apparently. But um, drugs are bad. Don't do drugs. What do was drugs. the subject? Medibles. So let's Medibles. petition. Let's start a petition. I, I just, I do think that they, they need to market the product age appropriately because this could definitely, this clearly, as I read, you know, as I read through this on the, on here, it was a complete accident and the person who had them legally was allowed to own them and so on and so forth. But, um, that's what accidents are. Yeah, that's what I And hearing that I was skeptical at first. I'm like, mm-hmm. but, but the story's so elaborate. It's like, damn, that's got to be real. And, and you saw the product and agreed like that yeah. looks like cartoony. <laughs> Stephanie said <laughs> lessons learned today. Bang away headaches and don't do drugs. That's right. And we're going to leave how- you with that uh, yeah, as we exit sure. out of Tioli, the number one pasta and podcast in all of the universe. We now sell pasta. Oh my gosh. We don't. We should. We should. Our faces I'm, on a on a pasta jar yeah, and a and But the noodles will be shaped like wieners. Wieners. That makes sense. Microphones. Microphones makes way more sense considering okay. we don't have a podcast about wieners. Yeah, it just would be fun to eat wiener pasta. <laughs> no. Anyway, so thank, thank you. you so much. Shush. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you join us next week for another episode of take Wiener or- Pasta. Take, sorry, go. Sorry. Just take I- it or leave it. An advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no, have no idea, idea what we're doing. doing. But love to eat Wiener Pasta. Don't. Okay. We love you. Bye. Ciao,